Hello everyone, this is Songs from a Room, an intimate singer-songwriter showcase where I, Bob Palos, invite very talented artists to the podcast for a one-on-one. We'll learn a little about each artist, what inspires them, what brought them to play the music they play, and the moments that led them to write the songs they wrote. Then finally, to play me a song from a room. All right, we're here uh, in Tim Porbet's apartment. Tim, thanks for having me. Thank you. All right. Uh, yeah, we're going to learn. I don't know if you guys have heard of the man, the legend, the Tim Porbet. Hello. <laughs> He's uh, an amazing singer-songwriter. You're going to hear uh, one of his songs. Uh, did you pick the song yet that you're going to? I did. I did finally narrow it down. <laughs> cool. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, I forgot my list of... Uh, Generic podcast questions, but I'm pretty sure we can we can wing it. We're gonna be able to do it. <laughs> uh, well, the whole point of the, the podcast is to find out about you, uh, your musical process, uh, your name, Tim Porbet. What is that? French Canadian? I believe so. Actually, I found out a little uh, through Twenty Three and Me through my parents that I'm English Irish. A little bit of Spanish and Portuguese, which I didn't know. That's just from my dad's side. Oh yeah, from my mom's. But so little, yeah, but a little uh, flavor. Porbe, P-O-U-R-B-A-I-X. Uh, so it's kind of a a tongue twister, but uh, you know, people have been messing up my name since I was like in kindergarten. Like the <laughs> teacher would be like Porbakes or whatever. But yeah, um, Porbacks. Yeah, I, I you know every time I get knocked down. I just get back up, you know, and then someone else mispronounces it again. But it's poor Bay. Poor Bay. That's to, right. If you're looking on uh, Bandcamp and uh, the likes. Um, all right. So you, uh, you're, you've been playing music for uh, how many years now? Well, let's see. I'm not a mathematician, but uh, I, I believe I got – I started showing an interest in guitar at 12 years old, and I think I got one for Christmas, a little Yamaha guitar. A little Yamaha? Yeah, and I think I, uh, I would – learn you know mary had a little lamb this sort of thing Mm -hmm. when i was 14 i started working in a pizza place as a dishwasher and the pizza delivery drivers were supposed to help me wash the dishes in between their deliveries which of course they never did Uh, but one of these men's name was max and he became kind of like a songwriting mentor to me i was 14 he was 21 he was seven years older than me so at that time that's when i kind of started being like oh, you don't have to learn, you know, Christian songs or Mary Had a Little Lamb. You can, like, learn songs you hear on the radio. And, yeah. And then, like, w- what I thought was just, like, mimic those at home. What was, the, uh, what was the first song that you, uh, you learned? Well, so I was, so from the ages of, like, 12 to, like, 14-ish, I knew mostly Christian songs mm-hmm. um, um, or, like, songs out of a guitar handbook, like how to learn guitar. Yeah, but, like, yeah, but you said he, like, started... Rock and rock songs. Yeah, he or? he took one night. He took me home from the pizza place, and he oh, came. this is getting weird. This is getting weird. <laughs> this is getting weird. It's kind of weird for me, but uh, you know, hey, we what all beer we, kid. We all have our own, you know, uh, thoughts. But anyways, <laughs> he took me home. He pulled my guitar out, and yeah. like he played "Got Me Wrong" by Allison Change, which I think was like it was something like. Uh, I don't, I can't remember what it was, but it's bar yeah. chords. Which looked really hard, and so yeah, he played "Got Me Wrong" by Allison Chains, and I was like, "Holy shit, that is so cool!" And um, 
and then we used, would play together, him and I, for a couple of years, actually. And that's kind of where it all started. Jam brothers? Yeah, we were jam brothers. Uh, he was the older brother. And then probably by, like, my 20s, my early 20s, uh, I had moved to Denver, the city, and had kind of wasn't working with this guy named Max anymore and uh, was starting bands, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, doing my own thing. And I've basically been doing it ever since when I was maybe, I think I was... 26 or 27 i decided to like be a solo singer songwriter so this was like in 2000 maybe seven i believe and i put out kind of like my first ep under my name tim poor bay uh -huh. and it was called a pony craig not greg and uh <laughs> it was a little seven song it did okay i played it around denver and then that opened all kinds of doors and but up until then, I was like playing bass and rock bands and stuff yeah. like that. And so, but that was probably like 2006, 2007. And then I started just uh, writing and recording songs on my own. And I've been doing that ever since then. Been, been rocking them out. Well, you know, it's taken a lot of them to get like where I'm excited about them. Like yeah. the first, like a lot of the CDs and stuff that I was putting out, like I listen to them now, they're not very good. But like, is it? They were still necessary for me to do. Uh, I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're great. Well, you know, hey, yeah, some of them are good, some of yeah. them aren't. You know, but like whatever. It's been a long time. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, um, you should see what I have on YouTube. It's <laughs> it's awful. Let's pull it up. No, no, I shouldn't. I, I shouldn't even bring it up. I should fix my web presence. Get it cleaned up. <laughs> yeah, get got to make a few calls. Hell. Get rid of some like. I'll uh, make sure to scroll through first, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's well, you and know. That's it, you know. And then this, this are those. Sorry, are those oh. EPs uh, available on like Bandcamp and stuff? Could we see those right now? There's a couple up there. I have them all under like private. I try to just keep like my most recent yeah. work available. But I do have them. If anyone was interested, they could hear them mostly as just being like to see, you know, if the you process. Have, if, yeah, I guess if yeah. you're interested, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. If not, I'd, you just listen to the new stuff. Is cool too. How do I word this? Talk to me about it. <laughs> so the ones that are available, how many albums do you have available? So right now, what's out there that I want people to listen to is a record called River Well. Oh, yeah. That's on Spotify. That's on uh, iTunes. That's, that's anywhere you can want to get it. I also have that made into a CD. And I have a song on a, a, a mixtape. It's called The Creamery Mixtape Volume 1. And then uh, currently I'm working on uh, a full-length album. We're going to cut it to vinyl. Um, we're getting it mastered on the 23rd of this month, so so tomorrow. Uh, and then we're going to start, you know, showing our friends and family yeah. and that sort of thing and hopefully getting it out uh, later in the year. That's exciting. Yeah, it is. But with Back to River Well, that was a record I put out in 2014, but it still is, like, continuing to do cool things. I think, like, the, the, the most exciting thing that happened in, like, direct connection to that record river well was like happened last year you yeah this is like four years after still it was put ripples. out yeah there's still some little ripples out there and um so i stand by that you know yeah. if you want to get a sense of what i sound like and it's and then uh, there's that that other tune and then then we have another 12 songs coming here yeah it's funny that it just keeps it keeps rolling or you know what i mean like you put all your efforts into something and then you're like now what? <laughs> you're like, you're, you know what I mean? Because it's like, it's never exactly. like a firework pops and you're like, we did it. You know? know, it's like all of a sudden, oh, I got this thing got ridden up a year later. Or, you know? Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, you never want to. That's why I think it's important. It takes a while for me to is to like when you're recording it 
and putting it all together that you don't really cut corners or be like go with the cheapest route because uh two years later that's like my you get what you pay for yeah it still holds up yeah yeah exactly it'll hold up and Mm -hmm. you know and so but yeah 2014 you made Riverwell. Yeah. Uh and since then you've just been trying to accumulate the songs for this next album? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's some songs in there uh that I r- have written since living in New York, which is yeah. 2009. Um but for the most part when I in, in about 2012 I decided I wanted to start from zero. Yeah. Like, no no like ideas, no songs carrying over from maybe I had written back in Denver and I just kind of started from scratch and wrote a record, That's Riverwell. I kind of did the same thing with this next record that's gonna be called Stumble. But it, uh, there is a little bit more like carryover and mm-hmm. tracks that like didn't go on Riverwell are gonna be on this one. They're freshly recorded, but um, so, you know, they, it takes a couple of years in all reality when you're, when you're doing it yourself, you're a self-funded artist, mm-hmm. you know, it's taking time, you know, because it usually takes, for me, it takes five years. First record I put out, 2009, which is not even something I really talk about. <laughs> it's one of those we never got it mastered, you know. I never made a physical CD or record yeah. or got it mastered, but we did, you know, make a little online thing. And then, um, you know, then 2014 and then now 2019. So it takes great. about five years. Yeah, know? I mean, that's the, you're hard at work, though. It's... Uh... I mean, even just to write a song, how long does it? Is that something you like? You're pretty meticulous about. I am, and it takes a long time. It's more like getting to know a friend. Yeah, you know, it doesn't. It's like nothing that happens overnight. I think I've had cool ideas. you know, boom. Hey, this is like a cool verse. Yeah. But I've I don't think I've ever in one day written a song or in like one session. Like it takes a long time. I gotta let it settle for a while, and then mm-hmm. figure out kind of the lyrics and where that's going. So I could I could say without a joke that some songs take like even up to like a year, you know, to, oh, be, yeah. to, to be where I'm like, I don't need to touch this anymore. I don't need to work on this anymore. It's now its own song to me anyways. Yeah. You know? And um, and then I can move on to the next one. <laughs> but this took a, this took a long time. You know, we had it was 12 songs, you know. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a lot of years. <laughs> it's twelve years right there, man. <laughs> yeah, man. No, that's yeah. I mean, the songs you sing. I feel like what well, I've seen you live, and it just seems like uh, your even your movements feel very uh, thought, or you're very concise. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I, I like to call you the uh, the the prince of folk. <laughs> oh yeah. Because you you'll do like a little. Like finger play, kind of. Yeah. I like yeah. you have like little tiny flares, but it seems yeah. like even that you just practiced. Yeah, I I've been as like because I play solo a lot. It's not what defines me. Like I yeah. I, I want to play with bands and I want to do other things, but I do enjoy playing shows by myself. Yeah, and over time, you want to find little ways to connect with the audience, and that's not always through the song itself. Like sometimes it might be a little move. Where like the guitar becomes a prop almost. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I've played this song a thousand times, so why not just make it even? You know, it's just like a little garnish, just a little <laughs> cherry, like a little thing. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't work. Sometimes I mess up, but like even today, there's the reason I wanted the the mic back on my guitar a little bit is because there's a movement on this song that like is kind of flare. Yeah. But like it, it, which you guys aren't going to be able to see. But uh, maybe I, I can get the camera you know, going. If uh, 
but it's also part of how I keep the time. Yeah. So like when I come away from the guitar, I'm like counting and then I come back in. It's like a movement that equals. I know if I move like this and come back, X amount of time will have passed. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's all, it is functional, but it is, I try to make it look cool too. Yeah. It's part of like, it becomes part of the mechanism. Yeah. yeah it's an act, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're, you're, you're up there. They're all standing looking at you. If you're playing <laughs> 45 minutes, you can't just be like playing G. Yeah. And then like kind of sad the whole time. Like you kind of <laughs> have to do a little something. You got to yeah. pop, you know, which I'm still trying to do. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not claiming anything here. I'm just, well, I think you're very good at it. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, okay. Creative process. What else do we ask you about? Um, what uh, is your favorite food? <laughs> I see my favorite food. I I like chicken and rice and like vegetables is good. Really? Yeah, I think. I mean, it's not like what I'd order in a restaurant, but if it was a meal I had to have, yeah, for the I, rest of my life, I could have chicken and rice. Really? Yeah, that is. Sounds wildly boring. It is wildly <laughs> boring. I mean, but as as far as extravagance goes, favorite food probably be like some sort of I guess. Man, you've been that's like every every single staff meal at any restaurant I've ever worked at. It's like, <laughs> it's yeah. like chicken and, and rice. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah I'm a simple man, you know, <laughs> the simple palate and a, and a simple wallet. Do you have a song to sing and a story to tell? Just send an email to songsfromroompodcast at gmail.com to apply to be a guest on the show. Just give us your name, a little information about yourself, and a track of the song you'd like to sing. Songsfromroompodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing your songs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, also, too, it's just like, again, back to the whole self-funded artist thing, like, you know, you're taking a car everywhere. You're, I'm, uh, you know, I'm getting, I'm going out to eat all the time. It's yeah. like, it's like, well, how am I going to come up with money to put a record out? Yeah, I'm doing all these things. It takes time to go work. To you know, I would rather just like dial it back and have uh, a little more time to just play, even if it's just for myself. No, I know, I respect yeah. that. Let's talk about the song. So the song you're gonna sing. Yeah. Um, What's the name of the song you're singing tonight? The name of this song is called Ride This Out. And uh, it is written a couple years ago. Uh, it was written uh, as a direct response to something that I don't like to talk about because it's kind of sad. It's not like a personal thing. It just like happened in the world. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not like political or specific with my writing. But mm -hmm. this is like the one song I'm like, mm, this happened and then this song happened. But um, uh, what? What was it? I can't, I'm never going to tell <laughs> just because it's like a very sad and sacred thing uh, that yeah. happened. And it, like there's a lot of people and families. It's not anything that happened to me, but it's just a. I'll, res I'll respect that. Yeah. It's just, a, it, it's not important to what it is. And then it opens up, like, I, I think it opens up wounds for people mm -hmm. to talk about it. So, and which could be a good thing, but it's, 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 it's not my, my uh, place to do it. But the song, um, we, we actually just cut it from the record we weren't going to do it oh really uh, partially it was because we had recorded 14 songs and to put it on vinyl you can only have whatever 10 11 songs maybe yeah 12 so something was going to have to get cut it's but not enough space this bad boy made its way back it's been around for a while it's called ride this out ride this out all right let's hear it live from tim Porbe's apartment ride this out
just found out myself I couldn't help But I held my own ground Why I could And when the news hit my head Felt like I should just leave It is for a, a little while I read about you in a book I seen your writings on the wall Out. And when you see me from the clouds Do I still look just like a fool? I am gonna write I am gonna write this out I don't know what's worse what happens or how I'm getting used to all of this So quick And stand up in my chair Raise fists to the sky I have to ask The way you choose to do business I read about you in a book I seen your writings on the wall I come gonna write I think I'm gonna write this out And when you see me from the clouds Do I still look just like a fool? I think I'm gonna write I think I'm gonna write this out About you in the book, I seen your writings on the wall. I think I'm gonna write, I think I'm gonna write this out. And when you see me from the clouds, do I still look just like a fool? I think I'm gonna write, I think I'm gonna write this out. Thank you so much, Bob. <laughs> Thank you. That was Tim Porbay. Go Spotify him. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This was Songs from a Room. Thank you to Ben Shapiro for providing all the theme music. Any inquiries, just email us at songsfromaroompodcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned, dialed up, and downloaded for the next episode. Bye.